Hello, hello, and welcome back to Let Me Relax. This is episode three, and today I thought it would be fun to just give you guys a little bit of a story time because I don't think it's only interesting, but I think it would also be really helpful to some people out there. Um, I think we should just dive right into it, honestly. As you can tell from the title, um, today I want to talk about my acne journey. It's something that I've been open about for many years now, and... I kind of went through a lot when it came to my acne journey, emotionally, spiritually, clearly physically, and I hope that me telling this story inspires some people, I hope it gives some solutions to some people who are also struggling with acne, um, and if anything, I hope you just find it entertaining and kind of a cool story. So a little bit of a backstory is I always struggled with just regular teenage acne, um, I have really oily skin and acne-prone skin, and I think a lot of my acne when I was a young teenager was really hormonal acne, and then it wasn't until my senior year of high school, like the second half of my senior year of high school, where my acne started to get really bad. Just so you guys know, I'm pretty sure the thing that started my really bad cystic acne was sometimes I would hit my friends' vapes, um, like their nicotine vapes um, at school. I never had one of my own, but, you know, when you're just, like, a curious teenager and, you know, that kind of stuff is fun, um, I would I would hit my friends' vape and I would literally feel the blood rushing to my face and, like, start pulsing. And I wouldn't break out right away, obviously, but I would feel it affect my face, like, immediately whenever I would feel, like, a nicotine rush. And that's just, I'm just going to be fully transparent. First things first, if you're smoking nicotine and you have really bad acne, maybe start there and it's bad for you regardless, so, you know, just get off of it, but that was definitely the catalyst to, like, my severe acne problems, I think. But yeah, so I started to have really bad, painful cystic underground pimples, and my parents were so supportive when my face started to break out so much that... They um, allowed me to get facials every once in a while, and I would go to this esthetician in my hometown. And I think that that esthetician really ruined my face because, you know, she had so much certification. I would see her, like, awards and stuff all over the walls. But I would be in her chair for hours, and she would just dig up my pores, and I would literally hold a mirror and, like, watch her, like clean out my pores and there was one point where I was in her chair for three hours and she's just like destroying my face. At this time obviously I didn't really know better plus she had a lot of credentials that I thought I could trust her and I heard a lot of people who trusted her so unfortunately what happened was because she did so many extractions on my face um, it created this thing called tunneling that which is also something that she taught me and she told me not to pick up my face and, you know, always to let her do it. But I know she did it to the extreme. Like, don't be afraid of extractions if you have a few when you get facials. But definitely don't let someone demolish your face because that's what happened to me. Um, but she would, like, demolish my face and then she would do a chemical peel. And I just found my skin was not getting better. I went to her for maybe two months and it just wasn't clearing up. I was doing, I was buying her products. I was doing all the stuff she told me to, and it just wasn't working out. So then I graduate high school and I moved to LA for the first time with my best friends. And as soon as I get to LA, first of all, here's another red flag about that esthetician is she would use like a single needle and kind of puncture my blemishes and then, you know, get the stuff out of it. And when she knew I was moving, she literally gave me a needle to use on myself to be able to like do those things myself. But that's definitely not 
allowed and you're definitely not supposed to do that and you're especially by yourself but especially as a professional you should not allow your client to just have a needle to poke at their face and like try and do their own extractions when you know as an esthetician as a professional that you're not supposed to pick at your own face at home anyways I still trusted her you know I was like cool great I'm not going to be able to see you very much I'm going to do my own facials you give me the products you gave me the tools I'll do it myself that's like another red flag but from her anyways I move to LA and it just gets terrible I don't know if it was the pollution I don't know if it was stress it was probably a little bit of both and also the fact that she ruined my face (laughs) and so my face just flares up like crazy also I should have mentioned this earlier in the podcast but you should definitely watch this on YouTube since I'm going to be showing like some reference photos of this acne journey um go ahead and still listen to it obviously but if you want to see some reference photos at least go click on the link and you know skip to the parts where I show reference photos because that's going to really show the the power of the story but anyways my, my skin gets terrible and it's to a point where I mean I'm starting college and I would be sitting in my chair in the classroom and I wouldn't be doing anything and I would just feel like my skin burst and like start to bleed on its own or it would start oozing on its own it's gross but that's just what was happening and that was really really difficult for me because not only obviously it changed the way I looked but it wasn't that was not the worst part of it the worst part of it was that I was in constant pain every single day Um, and I actually went to an esthetician out here in LA when I first moved and she was a real one and she told me, honey, you need to get some medication because there's honestly nothing I can do for you. And I really appreciated her telling me that because the first lady I went to was definitely a money grab and this lady could have been a money grab as well, but she was honest with me and was like, you need to go get some medicine for this. So I, I appreciate her. Um, but yeah, so my skin would ooze and bleed on its own. I couldn't even like lay my head on my pillow at night. It was like every morning I just woke up and I would just hope the acne was gone and it would just be like pulsing. I would take Advil sometimes just to help with the inflammation. Again, I have no idea why I didn't go to the doctor for this. I think I've I've never wanted to go straight to medicine if I could fix it on my own. Um, And I think I just thought it would pass. I don't really know why I didn't go straight to the doctor when it got as bad as it did. But I I just was like, oh, it's just going to pass. Like, no big deal. It didn't. It got worse. It was hard for me because I felt like really vain that it affected me so much. I was like, there's so many worse problems in the world. I don't want to talk about how much it affects me mentally, but it, it was really hard on my mental health and my view of myself. And I found myself just feeling really depressed because of it. I mean, I'm a pretty bubbly, outgoing person. And during this time, I just found myself wearing a hat and a hoodie and like sitting in the corner of my classrooms and just trying to hide you know I didn't feel like myself and it was just very mentally and emotionally draining some more like context and background is I grew up Christian and um, I was always like very strong in my faith and I think maybe that was also maybe a reason why I didn't want to take medicine because I just thought that this would pass and you know I prayed for healing and it was like whatever like I'll get through this I don't need medicine blah 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 so during this time me and my roommate my best friend Liz um we really liked watching this one pastor um his name's Michael Todd and he's with Transformation Church and we would watch his um sermons online 
and he was doing this whole series about having faith and really like diving into your faith and what faith really means, you know? It's not just praying about something and, you know, hoping so bad it'll happen. It's like praying and then having expectancy. Through these months, like, I really enjoyed watching that sermon and I was very inspired by it. I remember I finally made a doctor's appointment to go to the derm. So I went to the dermatologist and she prescribed me some antibiotics. I don't remember what it was. I got some medicine, right? So I take it home and I didn't start taking it yet. I think I had to take it at a certain, like a few days later for some reason. And I remember I had been praying about having healing for my skin and I was watching this sermon and you know it's talking about faith and encouraging me and um I'm just like okay maybe this is something that God is challenging me with so that it's like a test of my faith or something and so because I'd been praying for healing for so long and then I chose to get medicine I I remember feeling one day that God told me that he was going to heal my skin. You know, because of all that context of the messages I was was listening to and it being inspirational to me, I was like, okay, I think that God told me he's going to heal my skin. I just believe him and I want to have faith in him and I want to trust that he's going to do this for me. And so in an act of faith, I actually never ended up taking up the, taking the medicine that I was prescribed. So like a week goes by and I remember like, I, I mean, I didn't know how like God's healing was going to work. I was like, am I going to be healed the next day? Is it going to be miraculous or is it going to be five more years before my acne goes away? I have no idea. And I was pretty desperate, but I, I just felt like I was called to just wait and I chose to not take the medicine in an act of faith because to me, if I was really trusting, oops, I hit the mic. If I was really trusting that God was going to heal my skin, I didn't want to take the medicine because I didn't want to rely on the doctors. This was just my own personal choice. Um, I'm not saying that if you're prescribed medicine and you have faith in your religion and whatever just you have to do what's good right for you this is just what I personally felt like doing in my own life so you know medicine's still a good thing and it's a good tool to have and you know I'm not saying don't take your medicine (laughs) maybe like a week or two goes by and I'm just desperate my skin is in so much pain I can't sleep at night because it's just throbbing and I was just really depressed honestly and I remember just being frustrated because I was like okay I think this is what God told me, but I really don't know. And I need this acne to go away, girl. Like, I cannot deal with this anymore. I am so emotionally drained and in so much physical pain. Like, I need to know for sure that it was God that told me this. So anyways, one morning before I go to class, I'm watching one of these sermons again. And during the sermon, I feel that God tells me that I need to go to school without makeup that day. Now, I did my makeup every day. Um, It definitely did not hide my acne, but it helped with the redness and it just helped me feel a little bit better. So going to school without makeup on was terrifying for me. But again, like I'm on this faith journey, right? And I'm like, okay, like I'm all in on on believing that this is what God told me. Like I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like this is what he's telling me to do today. So I'm just gonna do it. So I put a hat on, put a hoodie on, don't wear makeup to school. And I remember feeling so anxious on that drive to school. I didn't think anybody would treat me differently, but it was still like really, really scary. And I remember just like praying on the way to school and just being like, you know, help me get through this, whatever. I go to class 
everything's fine, nobody treats me differently, I have no idea if people were looking at me or what, who knows, everybody was fine, my interactions were fine, but I remember walking back to my car after class and feeling so anxious still, like I was, my heart was just racing and I just felt so overwhelmed with emotion, it was just really difficult for me to do that, and I'm driving home, And I just start crying. And like something that I would do when I would pray is, I mean, I just talked to God like he was my friend. Like I just talked out loud, helped me stay focused if it helped me stay focused if I talked out loud. Um, So I would just be driving and I would just talk to him the same way that I'm talking to you guys right now. And I just remember being like, okay, like, listen, God, like, I don't know if you told me you're going to heal me. I don't know if I just made that up because I want it so bad. Like, did I just convince myself that that? you said that I need some confirmation that you said that because if you don't give me some confirmation like I am not taking I'm gonna I mean if you don't give me some confirmation I'm going to be taking my medicine tonight and I remember I was just crying and you know praying about it and I pull up to my apartment complex and there was it was always kind of hard to find easy parking it was like you could go into the parking garage but I think I had to leave soon, so I just wanted something easy and somewhere to park. And so I I pull up to my apartment complex and I see a spot that's right in front of the the building front door. I see it and I'm like, "Mm, I don't really want to park there. I don't know why I said that, but I just didn't. So I go all the way around and as I'm going around the corner, there's a guy who needs to cross the street. So I let him go and mind you, I have a hat on, I've been crying the entire drive home, um, definitely looked distressed, and my windows are also tinted, right? This guy crosses the street, I go back around, there's no parking spots anywhere, and then I end up coming back around to the front door, and I park in that first parking spot that I saw originally. And I'm sitting in my car, and then I see the guy who was crossing the street earlier start walking up to my car. And I was like, oh my god, like I cannot deal with this right now. First of all, he's like a 40-year-old man and I just thought he was coming to like flirt with me or make me feel uncomfortable or something and I'd been so emotional and I just didn't want that attention regardless. But I was like, oh my god, so annoying. So he comes to my window and he asks me to roll down the window. So I just roll it down a little bit and I'm like, hi. And he's like, hi honey, like I'm so sorry to bother you. I don't mean to startle you or anything, but I just have to I just have to come over here and tell you like you are glowing right now. Your energy is so radiant, and your smile is so beautiful, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and that made no sense to me cuz I was literally bawling. I definitely didn't smile at him when I let him cross the street. I was just I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Oh, thank you." whatever and he's like yeah and I just want to let you know that I know your acne is hurting you right now and you're gonna be healed and I was just like excuse me and I just start crying and I was like I'm sorry sir like I don't know like are you Christian like I was literally just screaming at God basically on the way here about how I need confirmation that he's going to heal my skin. Like, are you Christian? He's like, no, I'm Jewish. (laughs) And he was like, I just felt the need to tell you that. And I was like, wow, like, thank you so much for telling me that. You have no idea, like, what an answer to my prayers you have been. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I used to um, have acne too. Like, you should just go get an aloe plant and, you know, put that on your skin for 30 days and see how that helps. So I'm like, okay, cool. 
Um, I mean, I'll do anything. I'm like, this is the answer to my prayers. Like this man came up to my window when I was just crying for help to God about confirming with me or I was going to take my medicine tonight. And then this literally happens as soon as I pull up. And what are the odds that I didn't want to take that parking spot, but I went around the corner and that gave the guy the opportunity to see me. And then he came to my car. It's like everything happens for a reason, right? And so I go up to my room and I'm just so emotional and I'm like, okay, I'm going to stick this out. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I have confirmation and I'm going to just roll with it. That night, I drive to Home Depot. I get myself an aloe vera plant and um, I take it home. I chose to do an aloe vera plant because I did not want any kind of... um, variable if we're is that the word when you do an experiment I didn't want any like flukes to happen in this experiment right I didn't want to get a bottle of aloe vera that had other chemicals in it whatever I just wanted to do exactly what I think God told me to do I'm like I'm gonna get some pure aloe vera gel and scoop it out myself put it in the fridge myself put it on myself I don't want anything to interfere with this being my answer to how I'm going to fix my skin, right? Here's where the photos come in. You're going to want to watch this part on YouTube probably because I'm going to put them up on the video. I take photos of my skin that day, which cue the photos, here they are. So this is, these are the photos from the day, like literally like an hour after I met the guy. You can see that like all over my cheeks, all up on my forehead. Here's like a side profile um, picture and you can see it goes all the way up into my hairline. Um, specifically the right side of my face, which is this photo, was extremely bad. You can see how angry my skin was at this time. So this is the day that I met him, like an hour after I spoke to him, right? And so I have that as a reference photo. I take those photos because I want to see like over the next 30 days, how is my skin going to transform? Is this going to be like a miracle kind of thing? I need to see for myself. Yeah, so then 30 days go by. All I did was I had a very simple skincare routine. I used like CeraVe or CeraVe face wash, very gentle. And then I would just put aloe vera gel on my skin. I would cut the leaf open. I would scoop it out, put it in a bowl, use it as my moisturizer morning and night. Sometimes in the middle of the day, if my skin was feeling inflamed, I would um, I would use it just whenever I was feeling irritated. And then I would use it morning and night. Um, And I just kept it in the fridge to preserve it. And every time that I would run out, I'd cut off a new leaf, scoop it out, you know, just repeat that process. And so now, now it's just time to get into these reference photos because it's it's pretty incredible. Right here, so those original photos were taken, I think, October like 20th or something, something around that time. And then these photos that I have up now, this is 30 days Um, of just doing my aloe vera. So as you can see, look up at my forehead. My skin is so much brighter. And if you zoom in on on my cheeks where I had all of that texture and all of those um, cystic cystic pimples, you can see that now it's all like mainly just redness and scarring. I still have a few pimples here and there, but the texture is flattened out, especially on that right side of my face. Such a big difference. And that was literally only using aloe vera gel, never took my medicine. It's all credit to the aloe vera gel because, you know, that's that's all that I did. I was not willing to risk ruining whatever God was doing for me here. So that was 30 days after. And then jump ahead. These photos are um, taken in January. So that's that's only like three months after I met this man. And I still am only using aloe vera gel. I didn't use any kind of... Um, medicine or anything and my skin is like insanely 
healed. Like right now, like the photos from November to January, it's like a whole new face. It's really just scarring now, a little bit like hyperpigmentation, but I'm not actively breaking out anymore come January. And you can just see the joy on my face of the difference of how depressed I was from the first day that I met him versus um, like three months later from the aloe vera gel. And then basically after that, I just used aloe vera for I think a full year um, after I had met that guy. Now this was time consuming, it wasn't a quick fix, but it was something that I needed to do for myself and for my spirit of just practicing my faith and trusting God's healing and his timing. Like I remember people thought I was crazy when this happened. Like I told my parents, I told my friends and everyone's like, okay, Meg, that's pretty crazy. And you know, I think it was really hard for them. Not that they didn't want to support me in what I thought that I heard from God, but like, you know, they were just worried for me. They wanted me to not be in pain anymore and they just wanted me to heal, you know? So all of their concern was with my best interest in mind, but I just was very persistent and I was like, no, like I have to do this. I have to do this. Um, and it was a really great learning lesson for me. So anyways, to kind of wrap up this story, I did aloe vera until October of the next year. And then by that point, my skin was pretty much healed. I was still getting like cystic breakouts here and there, like one or two pimples, but it was literally a completely different skin than I had had a year beforehand. That's when I decided to go on Accutane because I was like, okay, like I'm so grateful that God healed me. Um, I'm ready to just obliterate everything now and, you know, just never have acne again. So I chose to do Accutane for six months um, after a year of this aloe vera process just to kind of like get rid of all the like little remnants and stuff. But it was definitely a very special spiritual experience that I had and it's interesting I remember during this process during that year of just using aloe vera I was kind of vlogging the whole time and I thought this would be like a crazy miracle story and you know I was meant to share it with everybody and during that time it was just a really big transition in my spiritual life and I think that anybody would think oh this made me a stronger Christian and this made me you know want to like tell everybody and evangelize and all of that but kind of the opposite happened which I can save that for a whole other episode but I kind of one it deepened my faith in God more but it also kind of showed me it taught me that now what I think is God is accessible from a lot of different avenues not just because the man who came up to me wasn't Christian that wasn't all that changed my mind but I think it just showed me how God can work through everybody, which I kind of knew that already. God can work through everybody and whether you call it God, the universe or a higher power, whatever it is, you can access him no matter what. And I think it helped me become a more inclusive and open-minded person. And I'm so grateful that, you know, he healed me and I'm really proud of myself for choosing to have stick to that faith and just go dive in and you know really challenge myself to just trust and believe that what I heard was true and trust my intuition and trust what God had told me you know it definitely wasn't easy and it was a lot of ups and downs and a roller coaster of 
I mean, I wasn't on a roller coaster after I met the guy of like, oh, is this true? Is it not? It was just kind of like a roller coaster of patience. I had to really, you know, just trust. I had no idea how long it was going to take. I just was like, I'm just going to trust it. I know healing is coming. I'm going to suffer through this. I know it's going to take a longer time than medicine would, but this is just what I need to do for my heart and for my spirit. And I'm really glad that I did. I can go into like my Accutane journey if you want. I don't really have much to say about it. It was pretty seamless in my opinion, but um, if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer those. Um, Now how my skin is doing, I mean, my skin is pretty good. This year it's kind of started breaking out around my chin and jaw more, Um, and I think that's just like for diet reasons. Like, I don't know, I need to figure out, like maybe just like eat less sugar or something. I have no idea. But um, for the most part, my skin is clear. My scarring looks insane. Like, I have texture, but I have healed immensely, and um, I credit that to God. I credit that to having deep faith and believing that something can happen for you and, you know, rolling with that and really living in it. Yeah, you know, like if you have acne and you're struggling the way that I did, I understand, and you're not alone. It can feel very isolating, Um, and it can be very frustrating and emotionally taxing, but you're so much more, first of all, if you're worried about the way you look, you are so much more than what you look like, and I promise you, nobody cares about what your skin looks like more than you do, and you're your worst critic, and you need to give yourself a little bit of grace and gentleness, because I also learned through this, it helped me not focus so much on what other people thought of me physically. I think as girls, there's a lot of emphasis that's put on like your beauty. And um, I always knew I was so much more than what I looked like, but it helped me not feel like people only liked me for, you know, my appearance or whatever. It just, it helped highlight even more of the great characteristics and qualities that I have. And um, you know, it was so great too, I had so much freedom when I realized that I could take my power back and that's when I started posting my acne on Instagram because I was like I cannot let this control me anymore I'm gonna post it I'm gonna talk about it because then I have my power back I don't need to worry about what people think of me I'm not worried about judgments I'm not feeling like I need to hide behind makeup anymore and I kind of once I realized that and I took my power back and I talked about it It just made me feel like it had no more control over me. And I stopped wearing makeup too, by the way. I just like let my skin be what it was. And I had so much freedom because while the beginning of the healing journey was taxing of like, I don't know when it's gonna get better, blah, blah, blah. Once I set myself free from fear of judgment from other people and fear of, and just judging myself, the healing journey emotionally was a breeze because I just didn't care about my skin anymore. I just let it go. You know, I was like, I can still go have fun with my friends. I'm not going to let this ruin my day anymore. Like this is just a phase. This is what my skin is in. I trust that I'm going to be healed. This won't be forever. And I'm going to go enjoy my life and stop letting this affect like my mental health and how I view myself. So it takes a lot of mental power and work to do that, but it's possible because I was really down bad, and I'm sure some of you are down bad right now, but it's not forever. You're so much more than your acne. The worst part is how painful it is, because that helps you, that makes you just think about it all the time when you're in pain constantly, but if you can get the pain under control, the look of it, you're not gross, you're not unhygienic, like, it's very normal to have acne, and I still get acne sometimes, you know, it's like, 
it's just a part of life. So don't be hard on yourself. Um, I hope this encouraged you somehow. This was just my story and hopefully you were entertained. Hopefully you learned something. Um, hopefully you felt inspired. I'm so glad that we're here together and that you listened. Thank you so much for listening. If you feel like this could help someone else, please share it. If you have any questions, I'm more than happy to answer them and I'll see you in my next episode. Bye.